welcome, welcome to the Run With Us podcast, your show for everything Chicago Bulls. And now, your co-hosts, Michael Lavalarte and Kevin McKenna. Bulls fans, Bulls Nation, those of you who see red, welcome back to the Run With Us podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm joined with Michael as usual. Today is Monday, the 2nd of January. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, we're happy to be back in the studio after uh, another couple-week hiatus, but, you know, that's typically how this works on this show. So, Hey, hey, hey. We're, we're, we're doing the best we can, Kevin. I know. Don't put too much blame on yourself. I don't remember blaming myself once. Ah, I, that's fine. Happy New Year, though. And Merry <laughs> Christmas, Happy New Year, Merry Chrysler, all the good stuff. Okay. Um, thank you for the introduction, as always. Today we got more news about the Chicago Bulls relating to their schedule and also what we've been seeing in terms of Zach Levine. I think we should cover that because he has been – he took that step we all wanted him to take this season. Now the question is, can he keep it going? For the entirety of the it's season. It's going to be sustained. Because you saw what Bulls basketball could look like this week, these past two weeks, I'd say. Obviously, we just lost against the Cavs. Very good team. They were shorthanded. Probably should have won that game. But Zach has been, honestly, our best player over the last two weeks. And regardless of what DeRozan has done, who's also stepped up, Zach has really taken it upon himself just to be the guy the Bulls need him to be. And... You know, we're so, we've been quick to kind of diss him this year, as so is everyone, so we also have to be quick to give him his props. And I think it's only fair that we give him credit for how he's, you know, he took what happened with the team personally, and he, he was playing poorly. And, you know, yeah, he's a very high ego guy, and, he, you know, he thinks very highly of himself. He's very confident, but, you know, he, he that probably hit him hard, and I think he's done a good job of responding to that by just, showing what he can do on the court. You know, some players will respond to that by shutting out themselves from the rest of the team, you know, being a very immature way of handling it. Zach said, all right, you know what? The, what, I, what I'll do is I'll show you what I, what, what I can do for this team by playing better, by being more of a team player, by, by hitting shots, taking smarter shots. And I think Zach has done a good job with that. Yeah, we got a lot of good games to talk about. Um, since we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks, there have been some pretty great games that, have happened. Pretty great Bulls yeah, wins. Yeah, and I think the first one that comes to mind, I know it's a little more recent, but it's the game against the Bucks we just had last Milwaukee, week. Milwaukee, of course. That was, what an insane game. I I will admit, I turned the TV off a little early. I think, actually, we were at Nick's house when we were watching that game, and we switched the, Expo, or the PS5 on, and then I look at my phone, and it's a 106-106, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold up, something ain't right, and I just... We were it was, it was interesting because, you know, we are usually not ones to give up on the team right away. But it no, felt, I, I was rare. a little, I was a little, I was a little mad at myself. I was like, "Come on, it's the Bulls. You never know with this team." Part of it was coming off a loss to um, Houston because that too, like it, it just looked like all right, the Bulls aren't like it's the Bucks. Like it's hard to come back down ten points with like what two minutes left. Yeah, but we did it. We go into overtime, and Demar Derozan absolutely just makes my night. And then Vooch with that confident three, who, who he does the Vucevic thing. He does the where Vooch he thing plays where he like just dog shit all game. He's dog shit all game. And then he hits that one shot and everyone forgets about it. Uh-huh. But hey, we a win's a win, and that was a huge win. We're two and zero against the Bucks this year. We are, and we're two and one against the Celtics, but we are zero and two against the Cavs. So 
Take everything with a grain of salt. And we're 0-1 against the Rockets. We're 0-1 against the Spurs. We're 0-1 against the Jazz. We're 0-1 against the Timberwolves. So we, you get where I'm going with uh-huh. this. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's typically how it works. Um, following that Bucks game, great game against the Pistons. Zach Levine, obviously, 43 points off a of 75% shooting. He missed five shots from the field that game. That was after the after he played well against Milwaukee. And he performed like that during the Detroit game. That's when I kind of sat there and go, all right. Zach is back. Zach back? Like, is is this sustainable? Like, it, like he dominated that game against the Pistons, too. And, and I was watching it. Like, this is the, one of the main reasons the Pistons are bad is they just lack that, like, lockdown defender. So, like, when they had whoever was guarding Zach Levine, normally, like, teams have played him really tightly, especially off those screens where he pulls up on the mid-range. And... There was no one like he was doing those little handles on, uh, at the top of the key mid range, and I was like, "All right, this is this is the reason." Like, if you're a superstar player getting paid superstar money, that's the type of performance you need to have against those bad teams. It should be easy. It shouldn't be hard to score against bad teams. Teams that no rim protection. Teams that no, you know, no one that can play defense on one of the most athletic players in the league. And it's nice to see Zach just like getting into that. All right, no one can guard me mindset. Go to the cup. Have your game play off of that. It's like we say the same thing about Vooch, but with Zach, we need it so much more. Because Zach is a great shooter, but he's a little bit streaky, you know? He's not—he's no Stephen Curry. He's no Klay Thompson. He's a great shooter. He has got a nice jump shot, can hit shots, but you see how quickly his confidence can go down when he starts chucking. And how does he get that shit back up? Go to the hoop, man. Yeah. There's— there's barely any players in this league that can guard him stride for stride and jump with him at the rim. Uh, that's one of the most noticeable things. Um, although it sounds ridiculous, it's not often that you see half of Zach's field goals be at the rim or within the mid-range. Right. You usually, uh, so Zach Levine was 15 for 20. Like I said, he shot 75%, missed five shots from the field. He, he was absolutely dominant. That's eight for eight from the free throw game, line. Dude. For 42 Unreal. points, like that, that is that is great. Um, five for nine from three. Typically, the games we've been seeing from Zach Levine, even the ones where he played well, even when we're seeing 20, 25 plus, we're seeing 12, 13 attempts from three. Right. And that's where he's getting most of his bread. And although, yeah, he can put up some numbers that way, it's pretty dead obvious now with evidential proof from these past couple games where he's been aggressive going to the hoop that's when we see the most success as a team as a whole and where we see Zach being most efficient and playing better it's better for everyone yeah it it opens up the court more it's it's such a dynamic way to get the ball in the hoop for the Bulls as a team like they got to use this man they got to use you know DeMar I think DeMar the way he's been playing has been the Bulls best player but I think in terms of talent Zach Levine is still the Bulls most talented player and it goes back to what I've said, I think, on the last two shows, is that this team is so much better than they're playing. Like, it's like people are asking, how, who, who do we need to bring in? Who do we need to bring in? Yes, we do need to bring in shooting. We do need to bring in another big man. But what, we don't have the assets to do that, so the most we can do is build from within. What can we do with what we have? Right, exactly. And Billy Donovan's done a better job of that lately. He's been... A little harder on the guys, I think. Now, after that game against the Timberwolves, and, you know, I think Billy Donovan said, like, there was a clear shift in the demeanor of this team. Like, their energy was just down. You know, everything. We all know what happened with that with that situation. 
And they responded super well from that. Now that's players and coaching combining for that. And then, you know, they win some games and then they lose against the Rockets. And it's like, oh, so this is the same old Bulls team that we've been seeing all year. And what did Billy Donovan say after that game? Oh, you know, the team and shoot around this morning, they didn't look as, you know, as focused. They didn't respect the Rockets as much as they should have, and they played down to their competition. You know, it's not just us saying that. It's coming from the head coach of the yeah. team. So then, you know, then they come off and they beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, they don't have Chris Middleton, but they're still the Milwaukee Bucks. And they beat them at home after they come back late in the game. Heroics by DeMar DeRozan, the same heroics we haven't quite seen this season as opposed to last season as much. And and you could see the way that this team has been playing. It's The energy's higher. The chemistry looks better. They're moving the ball more. They're getting better shots. They're getting to the basket. They're not relying on threes because you have to accept the fact that you're not a good three-point shooting team. Not saying don't shoot them. Saying get better looks, have threes become part of the more of a flow of the offense thing and not just chucking up threes to get back in a game. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that, thus Zach Levine having more success, thus DeMar being good. And then I think Patrick Williams is another area that we should cover because he's becoming a very viable option on offense, and he has been so good on defense this season. It it finally looks like Patrick Williams is... He's he's growing into himself. He's growing into himself. Because when we would watch... Yeah, I think the best way to put it, it finally looks like when he gets inserted into the starting lineup, he actually belongs there. I was going to say that. It, I don't think it's a question anymore if Javante should be starting. I love Javante. There's yeah. always five Javantes out there whenever he's playing. Of course. But he's very limited in what he can bring. He's uh-huh. a, he's an athletic cutter, slasher. Can hit a three once in a while, but you don't really want him taking too many. And he's good on defense, but he's undersized. You saw it against the Knicks when you had Caruso and... Julius Rand or and and um, Javante Green guarding Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, Randle actually f- somewhat realized he can just go into the paint at will on those guys, and it hurt the Bulls because he was able to drive and kick and stuff like that. There's a reason why we lost back to back games against the Knicks. And then you know when you got a guy like Patrick Williams, six seven, you know two, I think almost two hundred thirty pounds, and athletic, he's shown it this year. Sure, Giannis put forty two on his head. But it's Giannis, and half of Giannis's points. I love Giannis, but half of his points are offensive fouls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's not much you can do when every time you touch him, you call for a foul. But then I, there was in that game against Milwaukee, he got switched on to Grayson Allen, and I, you might remember that play. I don't know if you do, but like it was Grayson Allen's like he got the switch, start dribbling the ball on the top of the key, and and it was like some of those lockdown defense you could see just in oh, his grill, yeah. I know nowhere exactly to what go. You're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And I, every, it gets the whole team excited. And he wasn't going anywhere. Right, it wasn't yeah. going anywhere. And I think he gave it up to Giannis, and Giannis ended up getting he scored. Gave it, scored I think he over. gave it back to Grayson Allen after that, but what, whatever. I mean, But the point is that, that Williams guarded a shooting guard and a power forward all in the same possession. Uh-huh. And, you know, at the least, you're getting that lockdown defense this year. Last year, in the games we saw from him, it, it, it just looked like he was a little checked out especially in the beginning of the year, even before he got that injury, we were like, you know, maybe Javante should start. Patrick Williams just doesn't look like he's ready to be mm-hmm. a starting on a playoff contending team. And now I think he's grown into that role. He's, you know, still working on his offense, but he's got the mid-range game. Mm-hmm. He's got the three. He's, I think he's shooting around 40% this season. Yeah, he is. I, that has been one of the most pleasant things. And, you know, yeah, he doesn't. he's not the most timely shooter. There's been some times where he's missed some clutch shots. But he's going to grow into that. He's technically in his second year, even though it's his third year. He doesn't have a lot of those late-game shot experience because either he hasn't been in those situations because he's been out or not just in a lineup then, or 
DeMar or Zach is taking those shots. Or Vooch with his timely threes. Right. So I like that Patrick Williams is getting more involved. I like that his confidence is obviously a lot higher than it was in the start of the season. And I like that Billy Donovan's confidence in him is higher than it was. He, he, you know, he threatened him with a benching. Luckily for Pat, well, in a way, Pat was lucky because Javante got injured, so he was forced to start Pat. But Pat went out there and said, all right, you know what? Let me show you while I'm here, before he comes back and I get benched again, let me show you one last time why I think I should be in the starting lineup. And I think he's done a good job of that. I think you've done that. He's done that fantastically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not to overwrite this, but pretty much I feel like the – the way I've looked at it has shifted from he's got something to prove in the starting lineup and he's fighting to earn that spot every single time he starts to, like you said. Now it's just a matter of fact, like, are we going to – I want to – as much as I say I want to see him get that opportunity to be that leading scorer, he's not going to do it on this team. So maybe, you know, I, I don't want any of the guys to be out. I don't want Zach to get hurt. I don't want DeMar to get hurt. But if there's some games where, you know, maybe Zach's not feeling too well, DeMar's a little sore – even if they play, you know, let let Pat Williams get 20 shots. You know, let's see what he can do. Uh, now, I don't think he's going to have the most efficient scoring games because he's not the developed into that kind of score yet. But he, you see the fundamentals are there. He's got the, the mid-range game. He's got a little post-up game, you know. He can score the ball. It's just can he score at the volume that everyone wants him to do, to be. And those are, quite honestly, questions that will be answered if it gets to the point where this team – Gets blown up. I mean, you, the thing is, you right. can't dwell on it now because and, and that's we've not talked the about this before. Like everyone always talks about, oh, he's a bust. You know, he, he averaging less than ten points a game for a fourth overall pick. Like, there's just not a lot of shots to go around for him. He's been efficient on the shots that he's taken, and sure, he might not have taken as many shots as he could have. He's been passive at times, but I don't think it's it's gotten past the point where we can blame him for the Bulls' struggles this season. I'm at the point where if we were to have an unsuccessful season and we don't build on this momentum, and we cho- choose to make some changes this offseason, I'm at the point where I do not want to see Patrick Williams go. I'm, it, it would actually excite me to see right. how he would look as no, one of the primary scorers on this team. Yeah, I think I think the potential is still there. As much as Bulls fans question him, and I still have doubts about him. Oh, me too. Can he? Like, we haven't seen him in that role yet. We haven't seen him with that kind of responsibility. But you've seen flashes of it. And you've seen the growth. And all you can ask for is for someone to get better. That's it. You, if he's gotten better in the role that he's been asked to play, and he's been contributing to winning basketball for the Bulls these last couple of weeks as the, t- as the team has turned it around a little bit. And it, the way he plays is contagious. He, he always is aggressive when he ta- attacks the basket. He had that big dunk the other day when he got the rebound. Yeah. And then, obviously, the defense. And the Bulls, again, lack those just – hardcore, gritty defenders. You know, you got Caruso, you got him, Javante Green a little bit, but no one else really plays that kind of defense on this team. So it shows how important Patrick Williams is, and the role that he's been given has been, while not the premier player on the team, it's one of the most important roles on the team. With that, we want to give a message, a quick message from our sponsor, DraftKings. The NBA season is heating up, and there are still so many unanswered questions about how the season is going to play out. When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. 
Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost and DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. That's where my problems with betting lie because I like to just keep adding legs onto the parlay, get those you know really high odds, and then the problem is I get disappointed when they don't hit. So... I mean, with these boosts, though, there's a reason why you do that. The odds are so good on DraftKings Sportsbook that you just want to keep adding likes to the parlays. So I encourage it. Go go big. Win that money. And if you don't, DraftKings always helps you out a little bit. So you know what to do. Download the app now. Sign up with the code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, uh, we're going to start looking into our upcoming schedule. Um, this is very vital. We are 5-2 and two since uh, the outburst, if you want to call it, I guess. <laughs> Wait, what are we going to name this event? we got to find a name for this. Zach Gate? Zach Gate. I like it. Zach Gate. Selfish Gate? <laughs> Or what do they say? He's playing like an asshole. Asshole game. Yeah, right. Assgate. I don't think Assgate is good. No, I don't think that's a good thing to call. It. We'll call it Zackgate. Zackgate. Since Zackgate, we are five and two, um, with losses coming to the Houston Rockets and just recently Cleveland on a back to back. My concern is not falling too much with this Cleveland loss. It's on a back to back. Oh, real quick, did you see what the the refs the league filed after yeah, that game? Yeah, De- Demarco fouled. Now, yeah. still a tough shot. Yeah, it's still uh, a bad yeah, shot. It's still a bad but shot. it was the New Year's Eve shot. That's what it was. It, it was, was the one leg. It was honestly, he. It was New Year's. He yeah. had to go off a of one. He leg. had to, and he had to just wind the clock. When down did we ever see him do that? No, no, none time except New Year's. <laughs> none time, <laughs> zilch time. <laughs> Only New Year's. That, or Demar just gets a little shampipple in his system, and it's like, all right, let me act up real quick. And, <laughs> you know, I guess this New Year's magic ran out a little bit. This yeah, year, man. But, uh, hey, if you got fouled, maybe that's why it didn't go in. That's true. I, I mean, but let's be honest. The refs would call anything a foul. It's easy to, and it's also easy to call it a foul once the after game yeah, report comes yeah. out. But whatever. The point is, I'm not too concerned about it. Um, we do need. I, I'd like to see us competing this time against the Cavs, but they were very shorthanded. We should have won that game when they were full. Actually, no. When we when we lost to them in um, in the, the home first opener. home game of yeah, the year that yeah, we yeah, went yeah. to, they yeah. didn't have Garland either. So no, they did not. We haven't. We've yet to play this team at full staff. They do play them Monday night tonight. We're, we're yet to beat them and. They will most likely not have Garland, but I think Mobley's going to play. He uh-huh. participated in shoot-around this morning. It's looking good for him. He's probable, I think, from the last injury report I saw. Yeah. Not an easy game. Away, you saw how good the Cavs are, how deep they are. Everyone steps up. Kevin Love stepped up in their starting lineup. Lamar Stevens has been playing a big role for them. Okoro's been better off the bench for them. they still got our boy Chetty, big striper. Um, and then, obviously, Donovan Mitchell is just a dog. Going to be, yeah. you know, he's... Unfortunately, not going to be in the MVP candidacy this year, most likely just because of how good some of the other guys are playing. But he's been one of the most underrated players this year. He's been even better for the Cavs than he was with the Jazz. So just what a what a get. What a get. What bro. a get, honestly. I think this is a big statement game. Um, Let's go win on the road. We I, haven't been on the road in a while. We've been playing a lot of home games. We have. So, um, Actually, four in a row. Yeah, let's go play. Let's go play hard at LeBron's old arena. I think it was really important after that first loss on Wednesday the 14th to the Knicks to come out um, a couple days later and beat the Knicks. Um, no, so that, that was really that was huge, especially that we won in New York. They beat us 
Right? Did we win in New York? Well, we well, well, here's the thing. Here's what. That's my fault. I, I should have been more clear. It was a really important statement game on that back-to-back against the Knicks that we had, those two games back-to-back. We lost both of them. Yeah. It was crucial to get that second win. I think that's a real testament to how your team can perform and how your team adapts, is if you play the same team twice in a row and you lose the first game, you really need to see your team come out and win the next game. I mean, it's about adjustments, and uh, honestly, you want to see something much more contested. We went to overtime in the first game, and we got smacked in the second game against the Knicks. Now, we did come back and play the Knicks on the 23rd on Friday. That was home or away? That was away. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. It we was lost away. to the Knicks uh, back-to-back. Yeah, and then we went back to New York to play them and, and got Correct. the big win, which was huge. That one's huge. My point is, uh, because I've absolutely scrambled everyone's brains because I'm not making any sense, my point is this is a huge statement game. You lose a, you lose a game to a, a team, you play them the next the next time out, that's where you want to see the adjustments. I mean, simple as that. That's where the adjustments need to be made. And that goes to show, I mean, this this will speak more to Billy Donovan, I think, this game. Yeah. Billy Donovan, I, I like I mentioned before, I think he's been better lately. And just being a more aggressive coach, kind of, I mean, I don't know. We're not in at the practices. But what it seems like is that he's got people playing harder. He's been a little harder on this players, probably working them harder, saying, hey, you know what, we need to get our shit together. This this lollygagging had to stop, and you've seen the way the players have responded. So I, I like that you give Billy credit because again, everyone's so quick to 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 rag on him for 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 the job he's been doing. So if you're quick to to give someone you know negative comments, you have to be quick to give someone praise when they do something good. Right. So so I think Billy deserves a lot of credit too over the recent stretch, and and yeah, that win against the Knicks, man, that that need, needed to have that. We always think we could beat the Knicks. And the Bulls believe they could beat the Knicks every time, too. So, you know, there was no reason to lose to them twice in a row, back-to-back games. But we did, and we responded the right way. And that's all we can ask for out of out of the team. after, Especially after that second game when we got our butts kicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was rough. So, point being, we're playing Cleveland again, once again tonight. Yep. We want to see the same kind of thing. Yeah. So, we, we come out. Um, the Bulls lose. are going to have to beat Cleveland sometime. We're going to have to beat them now or in the playoffs. So... We gotta we gotta win at least one game against them. Yeah, no, absolutely. So that's that, that's what we got going on tonight. We also have Brooklyn on Wednesday. Brooklyn's playing um, play, playing some good basketball, man. I, I I think their win streak snapped, but they won a lot of games lately. And K- KD, Kyrie, they're playing some good basketball. Ben Simmons is playing well too lately. The Nets are not not the team that they were to start the year. And I was I used to think that the Bulls can beat them every time. This is gonna be a tough game. Um, they are a gritty team. So they've won 11 games in a row. Ele- okay, well, I'm wrong. So they, they still have their win streak. And like I said, they're playing some of the best basketball in the NBA right They're now. actually 15-1 um, and one in their last 16. Ooh, my God, dude. Um, They've been on an absolute tear. Because they've kind of figured their offense out. Yeah. They Again, I think they're still letting Ben Simmons just kind of be the facilitator. Just letting KD and Kyrie get buckets. Now that they have Kyrie back, too, it's been huge for them. And then they're they're a deep team now with TJ Warren, Joe Harris, Patty Mills, you know, like a bunch of guys that just can score the ball off the bench and are complimentary pieces. Royce O'Neal's been really good for them too. Not going to be an easy game, but we are at home, and the Bulls have had good success against the Nets so far this year and last year. So I'm excited to see how this game plays out. Yeah, I, it could go either way. Really. Within the stretch, the Nets have, haven't necessarily been playing the best competition Um Really, out of that first couple, uh, you know, out of those first 10 games of their win streak, 
they played under 500 teams, and they lost to Boston, the only team that was over 500. But most recently, uh, they've been Golden State, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Atlanta, and Charlotte. That's their last. Yeah, yeah, those are some some statement wins. Those are some big wins. Um, So, and they're um, tonight they're going to be playing San Antonio. So it'll probably be another win for them. Probably be another win. So. Point is, they, they've got some momentum, so it's going to be interesting to see how we respond yeah, to that. definitely. Um, but that could be – it's wins like that if we can pull out a win against uh, Brooklyn, a team who's been on such a tear. Those are the wins that usually light a fire under our ass. Yes, um, and another team that I think we need to get that win against is the 76ers because we have struggled against the 76ers going back to – Last few seasons, especially last year, though, because we had that back-to-back against them. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think we beat them once last year. We haven't beaten them yet this year. Just can't figure that team out. And we got another chance at them. It's going to be away. It's going to be at Philadelphia. So Correct. Not an easy place to play at. but And they've also been playing some really good basketball, too. So we're, we're running into a, a rough week here with some teams that are playing their best basketball that we've seen. But that said, we know the formula. We are always, I feel like, right there to beat Philadelphia. We just can't get, you know, we usually are down like five or ten points, and we get back in the game, and then Philadelphia always pulls away late against us. Mm-hmm. Now, Embiid always dominates Fooch, unfortunately. Harden has been playing really well lately, too. They got Tyrese Maxey back, so it's not going to be easy, man. It's a rough week for the Bulls. But, again, these games, with the Bulls playing better, I feel more confident in them than I did you know, three, four weeks ago. We yeah. just got to beat the Rockets. That's that's it. We just got to start beating the bad teams, and then I'll feel even better. Because if we, if we beat the Rockets this last week, I would be, like, raving about this team right now, dude. But we got to hold reservations, and this, this week could easily be – we could have a losing record this week. Uh, this week we're, t- we're playing three of the top five teams in the East. Yeah, so um, I think at best we go two and two, but – I want to say at the worst we go one and three with the win against the Jazz mm-hmm. at the end of the week, but we did lose to the Jazz once this year. So, yeah, um, Brooklyn's currently in second with twenty uh, at twenty four and twelve. Wow, that's crazy. Cleveland, who we're playing tonight, is twenty three and fourteen in fourth place, and then fifth place twenty one and fourteen is the Sixers. So, yeah, um, and it's like the then you got the Jazz, who you think are like just a rebuilding team, but they're like one of the toughest teams to play in the league because they're just so gritty this year. I mean, yeah, you. Like, no, honestly, like, yeah, the Jazz are an easier team to play than any of the teams we're playing the first three games this week. But, like, Marketing returning home, he's going to be balling. And, like, that team is just, they're, they're one of those teams, man. You got to give them their respect because they will bite you. And we they've done it already to they us. They did it to us already. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, that's typically how these weeks go. It could either be, it, it, if we catch on a streak and we build on momentum, it shows great things, and we might look at the Nets, man. They were in turmoil to start this year, uh-huh. and now they're the second seed in the East, playing the best basketball that they've been playing in year in recent years. Eleven game winning streak, fifteen and one in the last sixteen games. You know, it's gonna take something like that for the Bulls to get Why back into contention. Why not us? Why not us? Right? I mean, we got we got a couple of generational Durant, but we got a couple. Well, you know. Besides Katie and Kyrie, we got one of the better scoring duos in the league. Yeah. So it, we might not be able to win 11 games straight, but maybe six or seven. Get back into relevancy, get a winning record, get back into that six through eight seed. I'm not asking for a one seed. It ain't going to happen this year. Yeah, no, no shit, man. But we can get back in that six through, six through eight seed. I, I definitely could see it, man. 
I don't we're better play. than a lot of the teams we've played. We just got to start playing like it. I don't want to be in the play-in. I don't want to be in the play-in, but... That's gross. That's yucky. I'll take play-in rather than no playoffs. Yeah, of course. We got to take for Victor. <laughs> we got to get the <laughs> top four pick. <laughs> Guess what? This isn't 2009? When did Derrick Rose get drafted? Yeah, 2009. 2009? Yeah. Well, we had the one point something percent chance to get the number one pick. Yeah, the NBA is rigged. Yeah. The Spurs are going to get Victor. You think so? Yeah, Popovich and French players just mix. That's true. That's a good point. Um, something real quick about Victor. That now that we're bringing it up, I'm kind of sick and tired of the NBA posting on Instagram like these like low quality like random ass videos of Victor. Like I get it, but like, can we wait till he's in the league or something? Like, okay, you know what? Let me. I I get it. It's it's all branding and it's it's meant to. They're yes. they're hyping him up and it's supposed to get people excited. All right, you're NBA, so if you can go ahead and post, uh, make posts about the NBA, NBA games and yeah, NBA like players. Like, what are we doing? The NBA doesn't post college highlights. Right. They did the same thing about, unless it's like Zion. And then all of a sudden, the NBA Instagram page became Duke. Yeah. The Duke Twitter. Yeah. Like, what is that? I get. I mean, the NBA loves a good generational prospect, you know? Yeah, no shit. It's all about money. I mean, that's how that, that crap works. But it's I, cool to see. Like, I, I, I like it a little bit because I get to see a prospect more because, like, when do we see highlights from overseas basketball? The only time we see it is when someone makes a really goofy mistake. Sure, but you know what it is? These videos are, like, videos filmed on a phone of filming, like, a laptop in, like, three frames per second, and it's Victor. And the NBA is like, it's Victor, so it's good <laughs> enough to post for me. It's Victor. <laughs> so Because a lot of these games aren't, like, Televised, yeah, no, it's like a stream type thing. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Whatever, I, it's not important. A little cranky this morning. Well, I got to complain about something. Yeah, I got to complain about something. Yeah, I mean the Bulls have been like somewhat okay, so I don't have anything to complain the about. The vortex stopped. The Bulls are okay. The snow melted. The holiday season just passed. It's like almost life is good at this point. Like, <laughs> don't say that. I said almost. But thank God. Next yeah. thing we know, freaking. Lonzo, Lonzo's gonna come back, and now I, then I really want oh anything that to come, Lonzo coming back. <laughs> then I really want anything to come completely. Oh uh, man, yeah. All right, but uh, but yeah. So four games this week, tough teams to play, but it's a lot better of a feeling going into this week than it would it could be, or it has been. Um, let's just hope that the guys can stay healthy. We can get a healthy Caruso back because we need a healthy Caruso on this team. Hopefully Kobe White injury doesn't linger. And let's just let's just get some wins. Let's get let's get at least one win against the the Cavs or the Sixers. I'd like to win against the uh the Nets too, but they're they're playing some such good basketball right now that I wouldn't be surprised if we lost. But we've had so much problem with the Cavs and the Sixers this year and last year that we need to we need to win against one of those teams. Agreed. All right, Bulls fans, that's gonna do it for us. Kevin, do you have anything you want to say before we go? Um no, just Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Um, hopefully everyone got through the holidays safe and not completely broke. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fun time of spending money and having a good time. But, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> good point, Mike. All right. It is. Yeah, yeah no. That's I, I, I'm broke. <laughs> is that pretty much your way of like yeah, it's siphoning my way in of there saying, that you have no money? Yeah. It's like... The holidays have just decimated my wallet. But <laughs> but I love giving gifts to people, so it's worth it. Um, I asked Santa for a Bulls win against the Cavs, the, the Nets, the 76ers, and the Jazz this week. 
So we'll so, see if he comes through. So we'll through. see if Santa. I know it's a little after hours. Santa's got to work overtime this year, but yeah, he's, he hasn't got to do much. He's got to fix a game or two. It's not that bad. You know? It's not that bad. <laughs> Honestly, he's been doing it for for years and he, years and he years. He fixed the lottery. In he fixed the lottery in so 2009. He, he fixed the lottery when the Knicks got Ewing. It just Santa, and he's behind it all. He's the one writing the scripts, right, Schroeder? <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right. We're gonna head out. Thank you, Bulls fans. Uh, again, we're trying to get more content out for you. Schedules have been a little hectic, but we'll we'll hopefully be on at least every week or every other other week. So, Kevin, I think you got one more thing to say before we leave. Yeah, like like follow, leave a review. I've actually I actually kind of took a peek over there. Yeah, I really couple... I really appreciate it. Um, we obviously aren't the biggest podcast, but um, you know, we got a couple reviews on Apple Podcasts mainly. That's um where our main focus is looking right now for our audience. Obviously, we're on all platforms, but the point is I really appreciate it. We got some – you guys have said some very nice things, and that just keeps us motivated to keep going. So I really appreciate it. It means means People like the content. It it means the world to me, honestly. So um, if you guys can continue doing that uh, just to help us get ourselves out there and so we can make better content for you, follow us on Twitter. Feel free to add us. DM us, whatever you need, any questions, um, or if you just want to talk to us. Yeah, all right, so I'm going to say it one more time. I think you have one more thing to say, Kevin. Run with us. There you go. Peace out.